where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the the Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come again by way of radio. We thank God. We thank God for how the Lord has blessed. Amen. We thank God for our uh, outing that we had, uh, uh, Love 860. Uh, Beasley broadcast. We thank God for them, amen, participating. And I was able to meet some of the other uh, believers that's a part of the radio station. And yes, we took the trophy home, amen. We want to thank God for that, amen. We thank the Lord for just able to fellowship. It was a really, really good time of fellowship. I, I, I'm just looking forward to the other things that they have in store. And uh, I met some of the people. I'm not going to even try to call that name because I'll mess up. Amen. But we thank the Lord for that uh, this past weekend. I thank the Lord for, man, all the... Uh, I, I'm serious. I, I I didn't even know we had, I had that many listeners until uh, I began to teach on uh, the servant. And I te did part one on last week, and hopefully I'll close it out this week. Uh, and uh, we'll believe in the Lord that I pray. And like I said, a, a lot of people uh, didn't understand it or they understood it the wrong way. Amen. Uh, I was talking to our uh, program director, and I was saying, well, how did they hear this? And how that, but they said, well, you know, uh, people hear what they want to hear. Amen. And, uh, but it was, it was a blessing to know that, hey, we had a good radio audience. Amen. 
Because you see, I don't see anything while I'm talking to you, no more than uh, the mic. Amen. And to those on Facebook or whatever, uh, I have my glasses off and I'm not able to see the names a lot of times. I can see a couple of them if I get real close, but however, we thank God. I thank God for those of you that responded. I thank God for those of you that called me. And I'm not just saying that uh, even though some of the calls was uh, not uh, a positive call, they was a negative call, but I needed the negative call. Amen. So we thanking God for that. Amen. And I'm going to pray and we're going to give a brief. I got to hurry up because it's a lot of grounds we got to cover uh, I do want to give a brief uh, review on last week. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. ask you to deal with my heart, my lips, God, that I speak only that will glorify your name. God, not trying to do anything, say anything to glorify self, but God, that your name may be magnified. I ask you to deal with those that are listening. God, open up the ears that they may have an understanding of your word, that they may go forth and obey your word in spirit and in truth. God, we thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. I want to say that I will be talking about... uh, the Kingdom of God Learning Center. Here, those of you in the metro area, I try to talk about it before, and I'm going to do it hopefully before I go off. Go out and visit or call uh, Brother Brunswick, and I'm sure it would be a blessing to you. Uh, he has service every Saturday, what we call the Sabbath. Every Sabbath he has services. Uh, starting at 11.30, time for prayer, and I'm sure it will be a blessing to those of you that's in the metro area, and it will be something, amen, it's not church as usual. It'll be something different, and you need to see what the difference is, amen? All right, now, oh, last week, I started with the Lord have called you to be a servant. Now, regardless of how we look at it, and uh, and as I said, I'm not going. I may give a couple of descriptions, but this is what was uh, uh, has been said. Now, if you go back and read the Book of Exodus, believers, when Moses went to Pharaoh and he said, "Let the peoples go that they may do what serve him," and in the New Testament. Christ set us free, uh, the repentance and accepting the blood set you free in order for you to be a servant. Some way we got it all mixed up. We think that it's to be this, to be that, to be, uh, and we become uh, spiritual pimps over people's lives. We begin to direct them into different denomination. And we become fighters over this group or that group, who is right and who is wrong. And because God bless you uh, on one end with a little bit of knowledge, you condemn the other person and still a, 
and recognizing that we are the body of Christ, according to the book of Corinthians. So anyway, I dealt with the, uh, when the scripture declared in Matthew 18, uh, uh, 19th uh, verse and 20th verse. So uh, on my review, you're going to have to jot them down. I'm not going to read them like I did last week. Um, I said that uh, the Bible declared that if any two or three that are uh, gathered in the name of the Lord, you can ask whatever you will. Now, you want to know how close you is to the Lord. Get a couple of people and y'all agree on one thing and see where you get the evidence. You get the, you will see the evidence. A lot of people are praying and going through emotion and doing this and doing that, and ain't nothing happening simply because you really ain't in the will and the plan of God. And then I went on to say, if you look at the athletes, the athletes, that, uh, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, uh, soccer, what, uh, uh, whatever sport that you can name, professional sport, they just didn't start doing this uh, when you see them in the... Uh, on television or when you went to the stadium or whatever and saw them, most of them did it when a child and they went up and they had to change the diet, they had to change everything in order to get themselves in shape. The person that's playing tennis, even though I was hearing about the young lady, 15 years old, and she was able to advance and uh, and, and own in the tennis, and, and she had a mind way back, no doubt, as a child to play tennis. So she did what it took. But then I went on to say we are so-called Christians or believers or saints, uh, uh, those of you that follow the most high. That's exactly what I was saying. I didn't want to mi uh, miss any of you, okay? We are saying that God has chosen us and called us out. We say that God saved us to be a servant. As some of our peoples that's in the Old Testament and the people that I use was Moses starting off, how that Moses tried to do it himself at 40, but God waited another 40 years till he was 80. Then he said, go and tell Pharaoh to let his people go. And Moses, he was the Bible declared in the 12th chapter, in the book of uh, Numbers, in around the third verse, he was very meek and humble. Nowadays, we don't have people who want to be meek and humble. We want to have them to be bodacious and, 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 and brag, brag on themselves. And then we talked about David uh, as the king after Saul, the second king, which was when God chose him according to 1 Samuel 13 and 14, the Bible declared that he was a man after God's own heart. So to be a servant, you need to be humble and you need to be a man after God's own heart. And then I went on to the New Testament and I talked about uh, to be a servant that no greater man that ever been a servant was uh, John the Baptist. Now, he didn't do no miracle. He didn't call down no fire like Elijah. He didn't, uh, the Red Sea didn't split like he did for uh, Moses and, and on and on and like he did with Elisha and Elijah. 
the uh, Jordan River didn't split, that they was able to walk on dry ground and so on. But the Bible said there is none greater. Why? Because he was focusing on telling people, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Okay? That's what he was doing. Now, because of the fact that we understand that, we, we, had to under, we had to look at the rules and the regulation in order to be that servant of God, okay? To be that servant of God, we have to understand that there was an order that God had given. I know we don't believe in being in order because, boy, you can go in some fellowships now. They're doing any and everything. And what I mean by doing any and everything, they're so out of order to it's not even funny. It's not even something that you want to talk about. But see, being in, in order, being a servant of God, you must be in order. And I said, as I said on last week, we got so many peoples nowadays and never before, they are divorcing male now. I'm dealing with the preachers. So many preachers uh, divorcing and remarrying right in the church and still calling themselves pastors, still calling themselves bishops, still calling themselves overseer, whatever. They're still doing it. And you know why? Because it's not about servitude. It's about, you say, well, what do that have to do with anything, Brother Ware? Uh See, the Bible very make it plain that a, a servant should be a leader. Now, I understand that in this day and time, we have defined a leader with something else. We'll say, well, that's his business. That's his personal business. We need to leave his personal business and let him deal with the, the Lord business. No, ma'am, no, sir. Listen. The Bible teaches me, brothering, as I was saying on last week, I'm still on my review, and I'm almost through about brothering. Uh, it was a young man that God gave us uh, 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 a direction. His name was Hosea. Hosea had a woman of Hodom, meaning she went out and she committed a Hodom on him. But he didn't divorce her. Not only did when you read the Bible, say his children uphold him. Okay, so he in turn had not only a wife, but his wife had children by another man while she was out there with her lovers. But he knew that God was trying to show Israel the love that he had for him. He being the servant that God had chose, so therefore he showed forth the love and when you read in the book of Hosea, he was willing, three and one through three, he was willing to buy her back, even though she left him. And you say, yeah, but that was in the, in the book of Hosea, and that was in the Old Testament. Well, my brothers and sisters, if you look at Matthew, the 18th chapter, and the 22nd chapter, I'm sorry, 22nd verse, 18th chapter, 22nd verse, God said that you should forgive. We're living in a time now, if you do something to me, I'll hold it to you for the rest of my life. But yet, I'll tell you that I love the Lord, 
and God in know my heart and all this kind of stuff. Then, brotherings, the Bible says if you don't make it right with your wife, according to Peter, 1 Peter, the third chapter and the seventh verse, you will find that your prayers is hindered. So I can go on talking about uh, speaking in tongue, prophet lying, and doing whatever, and everybody will say that Brother Ware, oh, he's a man of God, but guess what? I'm, that didn't make me a man of God because I couldn't forgive. Now you say, well, wait a minute, Brother Ware. Now hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, now we coming on to part two, finally. Uh, first of all, you have to understand that the situation uh, plays a course. I understand that. Everything is not cut and dry. Because the Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians, the seventh chapter, and in around the eighth verse. Well, first of all, in the seventh chapter, let's say this. It talk about the widowers. It talk about the unmarried. It talk about the married. And it talk about the virgin. That's four groups of people. It put the widows and the unmarried together. You'll find that the widows and the unmarried, if, don't take my word for it. I ain't got time to go over it now because I'm going to part two. Uh, but you'll find that the unmarried was people that some way, somehow back uh, before they got converted. Uh, because we are dealing with as well the Gentile. I'm not saying we Gentiles, folks, so don't 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 repeat that Brother West say I'm a Gentile. I'm saying those that were Gentiles, when they came into it, was drafted into the body, then they came from a heathenistic uh, society that think they did things that really they didn't have no knowledge of them. Because when Paul, remember when Paul went to the Mars, uh, went to Mars Hill, Paul began to look at the event that they had a, 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 a statue to the, uh, had a description to the unknown God. So uh, I can't take no calls till 6.30. And, and, and the, uh, that throwed me off. Okay, to the unknown God. So therefore, they in turn uh, was in the position that uh, they brought in a lot of stuff in the church that really the church wasn't uh, uh, designed to have in it. When you look at the church today, now we come into the sisters. And now I, if I got that many calls for the brethren, man, I'm going to get some calls for the sisters, no doubt, at home. Uh, but uh, what we... Fail to realize to be a servant of the Lord. It says this, starting at the 11th chapter of the book of Corinthians. Say, be ye followers of me also as I am of Christ. Now, I praise you, brethren, that ye remember me in all things. Okay? Keep the ordinance as I delivered them unto you. But I would have, I would but I wouldn't have you, know, have you to know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of 
Christ is God. Okay? You got that? And then it goes on to talk about the man praying and prophesying with his head uncovered. You can read the rest. We got a long way to travel. Now, you don't find men. You find men pulling their head off when they go in the building. If you ask them to pray, even they, even, even hedonistic men, when they stand in the stadium and they go through their philosophy, their uh, concept of their national anthem, what they say, remove your hats. They ask the men to do so. You grew up as a young man uh, to remove your hat when you go into a building. Uh, you grew up, and then they, they, they might have didn't know scripture. They might have didn't know these things. But the reason they was doing this is they, uh, well, some of them did it for one thing. Some of them did it because of tradition. I understand that. But after you begin to read the scripture, then you saw different. Now a servant is not just called, uh, uh, we like to put uh, titles on people. We like to call them uh, apostles, bishops. Uh, we like to call them uh, whatever, evangelists, uh, uh, prophet and prophetess and so on and so on. Now, yet they say that I'm a servant of the Lord, but you ever notice how amazing they are called Peter, Peter. They are called Paul, Paul. But they are called, uh, when it comes to them, their name, they'll say, wait a minute, wait a minute, Brother Ware. I am uh, a prophet. I and You call me prophet so-and-so. You call me apostle so-and-so. They do this only because they want to exalt themselves. They're not concerned about the servant. Now we're being hypocritical, and we make husband and wife pastors. We'll say we are co-pastor. You can't find that in the Bible. Wait a minute, brother. Well, you didn't read about uh, Priscilla and Aquila? Yes, but they weren't in the church building. They was in the house. I don't have a problem with a man and a woman in the house want to have a service. I can back it up scripture, but you can't back it up that you got a public building that you done set up that you call shot down believers, whatever, and, and a shot down holy temple, uh, however, whatever name you want to come up with, it's a public building, and you call yourself a pet. It's no such thing as being equal. You, uh, and when it comes to the, the guidance of the Lord, it's got to be a head, folks. It got to be a servant. When you have a servant of the Lord, you're going to abide by the Lord's rules and regulations. See, the Bible tells me, be ready to give every man an answer to the hope that you have within you. Or uh, it goes on to talk about no one in private and no one uh, prophecy have a private interpretation. Now, what I'm trying to get you to understand today, why we, where we losing it at in servitude? When I read and I hear certain things that people's calling themselves, well, brother, where, well, when, when the Bible says. In, in, in the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah 20, uh, 3 and 15, 
when the Bible tells you uh, Jeremiah 17 and 16 and Jeremiah 23 and 1, it talks about God will bring forth pastors. Okay, so if God bringing forth the pastors, it ain't us. See, I don't care how much a man ordained you, sister, and say that God called you to be over the man. And you might say, well, brother, where well, there's no male and female in Christ Jesus. Because you took out the one scripture. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. That one scripture that you took, as I say, there's no one scripture is given interpretation. That's talking about salvation. You can't, uh, God doesn't divide. He doesn't discriminate. But when we are talking about an order, we're talking about an order in the church house as a servant. It's got to be the male being, and we can fix it up and say I'm being prejudiced, I'm being uh, this because I'm a male and I don't understand or whatever, but I'm sorry. It's according to what the scriptures said. The scriptures saying that God, I, 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 I started off giving you the order. You can't take away. Can can woman be used to God? Sure, she can. Uh, as I said, Philip, Philip have uh, have uh, four daughters that was prophetess. They was able to prophesy. You can find women's doing a work all the way through the Bible, but the stuff that we are seeing today. It is defiling. It is not being a servant of the Lord. And you want to know how come the power and the anointing of God, you say, well, brother, well, I don't know about you, but my, uh, in my family, in my church, it's the power and the anointing. Well, check out your family. Look at your family. Don't take brother well word for it. Look at your family. You got brothers, sisters. You got mamas, daddy. You got uh a cousin and people that you want to be saved. You mean to tell me two of you that we, we don't said it in Matthews that if any two agree that these things will happen, well, brother, where you must be ain't read the scripture. The Bible says one plant, none water, but God give the increase. Oh, supposing Jesus, supposing Peter, Paul, James, and John went with that. Yes, I'll agree with you. One does plant and another one water, but it takes God. But we don't even know the direction and where to plant a seed. I know where to plant a seed because of the fact that I don't plow it up. I don't do it on the pavement. Well, I'm, I'm, I got to go on a break. Amen. I'll be back in a couple of minutes and I'll open up the line and we'll get more deeper in this. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware.
Well, uh, we're going to cut the break short because they got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Uh, but you can reach us at 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. As she was saying, uh, again, I'm not, I want you to get this, I'm not bashing nothing. I'm only bashing the error that's being going around. And because of the fact, seem like everybody is closing their ear. I had a young man, now this is the truth, a young man that called me and said, this pastor was uh, married. And this pastor wind up uh, going with his niece. And this pastor divorced his wife and married Denise. And uh, and after he divorced the wife and married Denise, then he turned around and in about nine to ten months he left her and they divorced and he married again. And the same pastor uh, when he, this other uh, young pastor went to him, and said, brother, he tried to talk to him even for the first divorce. And another preacher said, oh, his personal life don't have nothing to do with that. So he ordained, they got together and they ordained this pastor as a bishop. So not only is he a pastor, he's over other churches now. And nobody's saying nothing about it. Matter of fact, they are accepting this because they say his personal life don't have anything to do with the spiritual. He's he can preach and he can do, but he is he may be all what they are saying, believers, but he is not a servant of the most high. If he was a servant of the most high, uh, you say, Well, wait a minute, brother Ware. You mean to tell me people I ain't talking about I'm not talking about unsaved folk. I'm not talking about people that came to the body. I'm not talking about people that they make didn't want to live holy. Because in Corinthians, it teaches about when the mate don't want to live holy and she or he leaves, then the brother or sister is not in the bondage in such case. So guess what? We ain't talking about that. We're talking about what the same thing that this guy just did and everybody making it okay. See, when we make things okay, believers, when we begin to say uh, that there is no, no nothing about leadership, then we got what we got. And what we got is a, tr a trinkle down uh, 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 of the gospel. Nobody is willing to stand firm and to say something. Uh, well, I shouldn't say nobody. That's the wrong word. But very few want to say, no, you can't do these things. God requires different from a leader. He requires you to be a leader, to be an example. You can't have a football coach uh, telling you about discipline, telling you about exercising, and he overweight and he ain't, and he drinking and he doing this, he doing that. No, no, no. You got to have the coach beginning to at least have some kind of discipline. 
See, because the Bible declared, but he hath called us to holiness. Holiness, believers, not just a word holiness, not just a church building got holiness. No, ma'am. No, sir. He called you to be ye holy, for he, the Father, is holy. Here's the problem. We done watered this stuff down because everybody is doing it, and now we're having pep rallies in the church. That's all we have. As a matter of fact, I'm writing on that now. That's all it is. It's a pep rally. You're not willing to submit to the Word of God. You're not willing to submit to the rules and the regulations of the Scriptures. That's why the, the commandments is no longer accepted in the church. Not, not just talking about the courthouse. We're talking about the church. See, and, and, and wait a minute. And then we want to say that, okay, sisters, that God called you to be an apostle. You don't have no scripture to back it up. God called you to be a pastor. You have no scripture to back it up. God called you to be an, uh, a bishop. You have no scripture to back it up. God called you to be an elder. You have no scripture to back it up. Am I women bashing? No, I'm not. I'm being for real. Why you just can't be a servant of the Most High and allow him to minister to use you in the area that he would use you in more so than trying to prove to somebody what you are. You say, well, wait a minute, Brother Will. Well, when you read about the elders, you'll find that they, the Bible said, and treat the older as elder men, fathers. I don't see sisters being fathers. When you read in the book of Peter, it tells you to treat them as fathers. When it says the bishop, it tells you in Timothy 3 and 2 that a bishop must be the husband of one wife. So how can you switch these things around? You say, well, it doesn't matter. Well, when it, and, and like I say, and uh, when it tells you these things, how can you just look over them and say, God knows my heart? We love to use that. The same way we use it when it comes, let me give the number again, 4-3-5-5-8-6-9-9. The same way we said that it's okay, we got a standard now of not uh, dressing. We let sisters come in with everything hanging out except yesterday. And nobody's scared to say anything. We got them coming in the church any kind of way. You say, but brother, where? The Bible say, come as you are. No, 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 no. When you say the scripture, believers, when you see he's saying, surrender your heart as you are, you render you as you are, it is a standard that you should. Oh, you say, well, brother, I never read that. I never read where he got it. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to take this call and I'm going to give you the scriptures so that you can, from this day forward, you might have done know, but I'm going to give you the scripture. Uh, 404-355-8699. God bless you, caller. You are on the air. Well, well, I'm listening to you, and I tell you the truth. I really appreciate 
and enjoy every time I get a chance to listen to you on radio and whatnot, because there's no doubt in my mind you preach 100% truth from the Holy Bible. And I'm just praying for you because you're doing a great job, in other words, and you, you, you just tell it like it is. In other words, and uh, I'm enjoying it, and anytime you're on the air, oftentimes I'm riding down the road, and you come on, I just move over and park and uh, turn the ignition off and so on and so on and just listen to you. In other words, and I, and I don't care if you're there how long, I'm not moving that car until you finish preaching or whatever that you're doing. And I just want to take a minute or two and just tell you. Amen. In other words, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, once you, once I hear you, I don't need to hear any other man of God. Because Amen. in other words, you covers it all. I mean, you talk, you you preaching nothing but Bible, the Holy Bible, and I just want to thank you, Amen. And I, I I'm just always glad to hear you on the air. Amen, Amen, bro. On there much more more uh, than you are, but I thank God for the time you're there. I'm not gonna hold up any more of your time, but in other words, uh, you 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 crossing every T and you're dotting every I. As far as God's word is concerned, Amen. And I just thank God, I thank God for you, and I pray that God will let you live a long, 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 long time Amen. and preach His word with my fear of favor. Thank you for allowing me to call you. Amen. God bless you, and thank you for calling. Amen. Four four three five five eight six nine nine. Now. You say, well, Brother Ware, you said, just said the sermon, okay? Uh, you said that we got to dress a certain way, okay? Now, I, uh, again, because I'm shooting for a little bit of time trying to cover, and uh, the Lord is going to bless in the reading department that I'll be able to read as quick as uh, uh, some of you but I want to show you, the first of all, I tell you what, I ain't going to read that one. I'll let you read it. You write down Genesis, the 38th chapter, and the 14th uh, verse. And Genesis, the 38th chapter, and the 19th verse. This was when the woman, uh, when she was moaning, and Jacob didn't want to give the son. So, what he decided to do, uh, he just, uh, her son had died, uh, the, uh, the boy had died. At that time, and I'm going to move on, at that time, they, they, you know, when the uh, oldest son died and they didn't bring no seed, then the next boy would raise up and he would have to marry her and bring forth seed, okay? This is what this story is about. Now, the woman had on a mourning outfit, but what she did was put on a holiday outfit and got pregnant by her uh, father-in-law. And he was wanting to get rid of her, put her out, and wanted any, oh, man, he was happy then. And to find out, he said, well, look, and I'm just cutting the story short, but you can read it. Please read it. Uh, 38 chapter, 14 and 19 verse through 19. And you'll find out, she said, the man that gave me the locket and the, uh, whatever, that that's who I'm pregnant by. And then he realized she was more righteous than him. All right? Now, 
Why? Because she had on one towel and she went to another towel. Now, when you read in Deuteronomy 22.5, everybody used that one. And they'll use that one, says that a woman, they'll use it for pants. They, uh, I'm not using it for pants. I'm using it for what it says, that a woman should not put on a man's garment and a, a man should not put on a woman's garment. So you know what a man's garment is. Uh, brotherings that wear earrings, you have to go to the women's department to get the earring. You can't go to the male department and say, I want to sell an earring. No, ma'am, no, sir. You have to go to the women's department to get the earring. So when a man is wearing a woman's garment, Deuteronomy 22 and 5, okay, it's telling you that you cannot wear that which pertains to a man, sister. Uh, don't just stop this. If the, if the clothes were made for a man, then why are you in the man's store? Why are you in the man's side? That's why they got the women's side. They got the men's side. So when you go into the women's side and you decide that you want to go over there to the men's side, then you're breaking the uh, Deuteronomy 25. But that's the, that's the law, Brother Wade. And I shouldn't be obligated to, well, let me go on a little further. When you read in Jeremiah, all right, 2.32, says that you should not put on an towel of a harlot. Listen to me, young ladies. When you try to tempt a man, if you are not saved, I'm dealing with those that are not saved, they dress a certain way. When you get converted, you change your dress attire. If you're not changing your dress attire and you're still dressing like that, then it's got to be a problem. And the problem coming about is because of the fact that you don't want to be separate from the ungodly woman. You have to show yourself separate. You have to uh, show that, hey, I'm no longer uh, available for this man and for that man. I Listen, if I was married, I wouldn't want my wife to go outside showing everything but yesterday to all the other men. I would tell my wife, look, honey, uh, baby, uh, you shouldn't wear that because this is not, I'm not trying to get other men to be uh, lusting after you. You should cover yourself. You say, well, that is old-fashioned, and you're saying that because you're seeing all these other so-called peoples that confessing to know godly, and in the midst of confessing to know godly, they are doing the wrong thing. So we, uh, listen, back in the 70s, you all might not remember that, the majority of you all uh, that's uh, listening to me, but back in the 70s, they had a thing. When I was in holiness, they had uh, that women shouldn't wear makeup in the 70s. Now, I know it's hard to believe today uh, uh, that they had that. So uh, the women couldn't straighten their hair, and they couldn't uh, wear makeup. So therefore, they made a distinct, a, a difference between the two women's. Now, they got this woman on the radio, on the television, 
they got this program came on, called, uh, well, I ain't going to call the name, but in the midst of this program, this woman was wearing a lot of, a lot, a lot of makeup and a lot, a lot of fingernail polish and long this and and she was speaking in tongue on uh, television. Her husband was. Now, this same man wind up going to jail uh, for, uh, for, uh, for deceiving the peoples and taking the money. They even had a dog uh, house with air conditioning in it and all this. Uh, but these peoples wind up, and she wind up divorcing him while he was in jail and, and married somebody else. But eventually she died, okay, uh, uh, while he was in jail, if I'm not mistaken, uh, right after he got out of jail. It wasn't long, but she died. And i seen so many women begin to change. They begin to say, well, brother, well, I want you to know that that ain't telling you that I'm not saved because you might see me with this on because I know the Holy Spirit speak to me. And, and i seen women of God that, the, that they was prophesying and they were speaking in tongues and God, they was ministering. So this movement came, believers. It came through a messenger of Satan. Yes, a messenger of Satan. Because it wasn't talking, telling people. It was other words. Now the husband had to understand that we was equal. And we didn't walk as uh, he being the leader. Yes, they didn't want him to be the leader. Now, when I say the leader, I'm not talking about as the world lead. Christ said to be the leader, you have to be the servant. You got to be the first one to pray. You got to be the first one to call uh, your family into uh, studying. You have to be the first one to live holy. This is what I'm speaking about. I'm not speaking about, yeah, I'm, I'm the head. You do, do this and do that, do that. that no, no. That's a dictatorship. I'm saying a leader, a servant of the Most High God. That's what I'm talking about. So went on the women's in Romans uh, 12, 1 and 2 says, uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, you need to present your bodies a living sacrifice, folks, not just halfway. No, 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 no. A living sacrifice. You shouldn't wear things that's pleasing to God, my sister. You don't need to be uh, wearing stuff to try to catch a man, to try to catch this man. Well, my husband don't say nothing about it because, see, he liked to see me like that. Well, you need to check your husband out why he want everybody to see what God done blessed him with. Amen. It's got to be a different, folks. It's got to be. We making it seem like it's all right because people done made it be all right. But the scripture telling you in the book of Timothy and Timothy, the second chapter and the 10th verse, that's Timothy, the second chapter and the 10th verse. It tells you again that the woman should be shamefully dressing moderate. You can't tell me you dressing moderate, sister. When you got a dress all the way halfway up to your thighs, or you got it cut halfway down your chest. No, ma'am. No, sir. You say, well, God ain't looking at that. Well, if he wasn't looking at that, why would he put scriptures in the Bible to talking about a towel? A towel. I know I might not be uh, 
mention it right, but I can spell it. Amen. It's A-T-T-I-R-E. It's your clothes. It's a towel. Okay? So God made it be different. How can you say that you're a servant of the almighty God and men's that's unsaved looking at you and saying, man, I wish I had this. Now, I understand, uh, folks, that there are going to be some people that lust after you, whether you're wearing a croaker sack. Yes, I, I, I'm 100% with you on that. They're going to lust after you if you're, you're dressed dragging the ground. I understand all that. But it's not about that that I'm talking about. It's about you going out of your way to make yourself uh, be eye-catching, to be uh, uh, that folks will uh, focus on you, that they will focus on you and not the Lord. That's what it should be about. You're willing to give up your ways for his way. You say, well, what about the man, brother? We already talked about the man. We talking about the woman now. Because, see, it's sickening. For uh, these brotherings, not the, the you going into a relationship 50-50. That's not the way of God. You should go in a relationship. I learned that before I even got saved, before I even got uh, a repenting of my sin. Now, if they, listen to me, listen to me. If your wife, is y'all don't have no little children, and she want to work, and she want to provide, she want to help you, she want to accomplish this, then so be it. But it's sad that you go into a relationship and begin to talking about what you bring to the day. Uh, uh, you can't do this. No, no, no. She should be willing to take care of the house and guide the house. That's her, That would be her job, to guide the house, and the man would be in the position to provide. But because these weak-needed preachers are not teaching this, to these young men, and the young men ain't growing up understanding that they got a responsibility as a man of God, as a servant of God, to be for. Now, if, if your children is grown and you and your honey uh, come to the table and she say, well, honey, I want to work and I want to do this and I want to do that, and you all agree to that, that's well and good. But look at the children going corrupt because we put them in front of a TV set and let that be your babysitter or we let other people's race. Listen to me now. Listen, I come from the country. And when you are in the country, we had what you call a pecking order. And a pecking order was a group of uh, 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 chickens, a little baby, baby chicken. They would peck on the weaker one and take control. And if you look at your children, you want to know how come they're turning out, the things going on. You say, but I raised my baby. I did the right thing. I did this, and I wanted them to be saved. But I can't make them saved, brother. Listen, I had to suffer the consequences. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know why I suffered the consequences? Because I was falling into that same entrapment. You say, oh, you can say it now Now that your wife dead. No, no, no. It ain't about that. This been in my heart. But God began to deal with my spirit that we got to tell the people. How is it that men can have a church 
uh, 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 call themselves got a church and you got boys sitting in there, came and changed a tie on a car, came and checked the oil on a car because of the fact, and, and, and then they have the nerve to sit in the car while the wife, while the girl go and pump the gas, but nobody tell them that they should be willing to do these things, should be willing to open the door, not because, listen to me now, not because that they think that she is the head. No, no, no. She, he loving her as he loved himself. But the reason we are not doing that because we don't understand what it means to be a servant of the Lord. When we become a servant of the Lord, when we really become a servant, then we will begin to do things according to the scriptures, not according to what everybody else says, right? We will begin to really say, well, you know, if that if my pastor got a divorce and he left, he left his wife and got another woman and then he divorced her, then we'll say, hey, I'm not taking my family into that. Me as a man going to step up and say, baby, this man can't teach you nothing because he ain't teaching us to hold on through uh, uh, problems and situations. So how in the world can he tell me? Now, if the, like I said, if the woman ran off, he can't make her if he was doing that, which is right now. Because, see, some of you will run the person off. I tell you what, I could make it a part three. But if you have any questions, you're going to have to call me because I, I, I'm closing it out with part two. I'm letting you know to be a servant of the Lord is not doing what you see these peoples are doing. Humble yourself, brotherings, and say, Lord, I want to be the vessel that you can use. Humble yourself and be love your wife as Christ loved the church in so much he was willing to give his life for the church. That's what uh, God is requiring you as a brother. Sister, honor your husband. Let him be the head of the household. Let him lead you. Be the first to pray. Be the first. And a lot of you talking about, well, I want me a husband, but you ain't willing to prepare to be a wife. You need to find out what God required for you to be a wife. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you in all that you have done and said. I ask you to bless in a special way, God, that I, the eyes of someone that was hearing this broadcast, that they eyes be open to walk in that which you have ordained for them to do. Father, we thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Listen. As I said, uh, those of you in the metro area, please go out and uh, visit Brother uh, Dr. Brunswick in the uh, Kingdom of God Learning Center. If you want to know any more about it, I'll be more than happy to give you his number, and you can uh, talk to him on the phone, or you can find out what he's teaching and what it's about. I, I can tell you that there's no more church as usual. That I can say. And then following that, we are saying, let us hear from some of you. Visit our website, brotherjamesware.org. We would love to hear from you. And to those of you that have been, uh, that have been talking about it, thinking about it, writing us, let us hear from you. 
It is a blessing to those that love us enough to want to write and support the ministry. I don't beg for money. I just thank God that God put it on certain people's heart to know that we need whatever we can get for the ministry. And we just thank the Lord. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance.